Hello, you habitual bottom feeders. This is your crack smacking host, Matthew Sanborn Smith, and his Basin Free, Free Basin podcast, Beware the Hairy Mango. Today's show is brought to you by Reese's Mayonnaise Cups, two great tastes that taste like shit together. I've been hard at work on this show since negative 7 a.m. today. I care about you so much I got to the day before it actually existed. Not that you'll see any improvement in quality. Our latest story is a public service announcement warning against the sticking of foreign objects in your ears, unless they're cool foreign objects. Good luck finding a domestic object these days. If you do, it'll probably have some weird off-brand name like Staple Ear. Staple Ear by Matthew Sanborn Smith. It all started with a staple in the ear. After the screaming and the bleeding, Todd strutted around like he was the coolest guy in the office. Ernie stood up at his desk. Dude, that is so punk. The chicks from accounting were on him like staples on a Todd. Lester fumed by the soda machine. I'll show that big jerk. He'll wish he was as cool as I am, will be. Stop fuming, his boss, Ms. Marvin, demanded. You'll stink up all the soda. Lester hopped out of work early, feigning the loss of a leg. He went to find his brother-in-law, Reginald Huffington III, who worked in a junkyard. When Lester found him, he was pounding on a timpani, hoping to be in the band for a stage version of Jeopardy. Bro-in-law, staple in the ear, I gotta beat that. Got you right here, Reginald said without missing a beat. The next day, Lester strutted into the office with an entire four-inch strip of rusty staples in his ear and copious amounts of dried blood on his shoulder. Nobody noticed his leg had gotten better. Ernie stood under his desk. He was short. Dude, that is so disgusting. What? Lester said. Just then, Todd walked up, dragging along the accountants as if he was a running back who couldn't run back very well. Oh, I see how it's gonna be, Todd said. What? Lester said. Todd slowly made his way to the supply cabinet. Several screams later, he came back with an entire stapler in his ear and a blood-spattered entourage, at least on his right side. You son of a bitch, Lester said. All right, this ends now. What? Todd said. What? Lester said. Lester ran to the elevator and came back hours later with an entire copying machine hanging from his ear. Oh, you made a wrong move with that copying machine, Todd said into Lester's good ear. Oh, you think so, huh? Let me tell you something. This ain't no mere copying machine. That's right. This here's a five-in-one, motherfucker! Copies, scans, faxes, and... and two other things. You'll never be able to afford it, Todd said. Floor model, bitch! Lester said. Big discount! Todd pointed at the copier. That's just a starter toner in there, baby. What? Lester said. I said, that's just a starter... No, this time I meant what, as in, did I hear you correctly? My apologies. Yes, you heard right, sucker. That's how they get ya. Lester bowed his head, mostly over to one side. He had been defeated. Ms. Marvin walked up to him and copied some documents in his ear, then walked over to Todd's ear and stapled them. She went back to her office. Ernie stood up on the top of his desk. Dude, that is so convenient. If this story got stuck in your ear, you can dig it and other earwigs out at the podcast that makes all the coolest accountants jelly need Beware the Hairy Mango. Howl that you saw the worst podcasts of your generation destroyed by sanity in the comments for this post or Moriarty mail me on or off the road at Matthew at BewareTheHairyMango.com and beat me during my naked brunch at BewareTheHairyMango at gmail.com. Hook up with SF Signal at SFSignal.com and help them battle the hordes of smorks at their castle walls. Smorks are just like orcs but with toasted marshmallows on their heads. So they're at once both 
both angrier and tastier than normal orcs. You take your chances and you get your rewards. You need to do more word spreading, folks. Tell all your liver-damaged friends down at the pub that my show sounds just like free beer. Tell all your musket-damaged friends down at the trading post that my show sounds just like free bear. Tell all your tooth-damaged friends down at the chocolate factory that my show sounds just like free bar. Tell all your spear-damaged friends and the Lord of the Flies that my show sounds just like free boar. I know, I'm just being silly. You don't have that many friends. Tweet about Pete and also mention me at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. I don't mean that guy Pete I told you to tweet about a few episodes back. I mean the kind of Pete you find in a bog. Well, okay, maybe you found the guy Pete in a bog or what was left of him anyway. Don't tweet about him in either case. You should probably just call the authorities. Pinch off a little something all over the donate button on the homepage and float me my ketchup money for the month. Give a little more and I'll have something to put that ketchup on. I mean, besides a piece of bark. Not that I'm not thankful for that or anything. This podcast leaks provocatively from a little peepee hole behind the drawers of a Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share-alike 3.0 unported license. This was, is, and will be the forever person, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, just letting you know that I'd love to give you a few more minutes of podcast, but I'm off to make love to a beautiful woman. I think I'm attracted to her because she bears a striking resemblance to my right hand. Good night.